Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Have a comment about today's show? Visit RoyGreenShow.com. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. All right, let's go to your calls. 888-225-8255-416-870-6400. My numbers. All right, we're going to talk about language as we did yes, uh, last uh, last Saturday. Does it bother you to hear people in, in Canada not speaking either English or French? And remember, in Quebec, if you speak English only... One of our official languages gets sneered at, shut down. Your civil rights are by law denied daily. And not one politician in this country, federally, will stand up and challenge them. Not one. Why? Because they don't want to lose potential seats. Let me ask our studio to please screen a couple of the callers. I'd like to see what everybody's point of view is. Now, let me go to your calls and hear your thoughts. Um, we're going to start with uh, Arsalan in Mississauga, Ontario. Hello, Arsalan. Hi there. How are you doing? Good, sir. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. So, what do you make? What do you make of the, the, this, the, this whole issue about learning languages, speaking the language, or having the right to speak one of both of our official languages everywhere in Canada? Um, I'm actually with uh, with that opinion that. If you are in Canada, then you should be able to speak uh, one of the official languages, depending on which province you're in, whether you're in Quebec and that's the majority, or in uh, the rest of Canada where English is the majority. Does um, it bother even, you, does it trouble you, if you hear people, and remember we have tourists in this country, people who come from all over the world, but does it bother you if you have a sense that somebody is a Canadian resident, maybe a Canadian citizen, and they're not speaking either English or French on the streets of Canada, does that bother you? It actually does. And myself, I go to a school, I go to college in Brampton. And although all the instructions and all the, uh, all the teachers and everything, it's all in English over there, um, I'll be randomly waiting for an elevator or something, and um, the go-to language over there is either Hindi or Punjabi. Regardless of, like, just by telling your skin, just by the tone of your skin and your color, um, the students over there will automatically start speaking to you in either Hindi or Punjabi. Even myself, being an immigrant, being like able to understand those languages, it's not, it doesn't catch me off too much and it doesn't confuse me. But if you're making that investment and you're putting in that effort to move to Canada, to study here, you've got to also put in that effort to be communicating efficiently. Because then afterwards, when it comes to job prospects, um, comes to future generations, you, you then minimize the kind of gap that you're going to be in and the kind of difficulties that you're going to face. All right, so because the, the question I was going to ask, the follow-up question was going to be this. What's the downside of not speaking English in public? What's the downside of not speaking French in public in Quebec? Let's forget about Quebec for, for the, for the for, you know, just for the, the conversation we're having here. What's the downside of not so speaking English? Is that specifically English? for Quebec or for all well, of Canada? No, just in, what's the downside for not speaking English in the rest of Canada in public? So what's the downside? not speaking English in the rest of Canada, I mean, sorry about that, driving as well. But got my earpiece on. 
so the issue of not speaking English in the rest of Canada, yeah. I think it does come in because of um, because there's always that mentality of the other, and then there's that diluting of the Canadian culture that kind of happens. I think that's the fear that most people will have. But and although I, I support the fact that many people that we should be speaking at least one of the languages of the country we live in. At the same thing, at the same time, I think the public as well should be more open and more um, exposed to different languages and different cultures to understand it. So there has to be that bit of a balance that we strike, um, and achieving that balance it can only really happen by um, more, by better immigration and better integration of of uh, immigrants. Arsalan, thank you very much for the call from Mississauga, Ontario. It's the Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. If you hear a language other than English spoken in the rock, the rest of Canada, euphemistically known as the rock outside of Quebec. Does it bother you if you don't hear? If, if somebody sh- is not speaking English, and, and they're clearly, as, as far as you're concerned, they're residents of this country, should they be speaking English on the streets of Canada? Daniel in, uh, in Alberta. Daniel, go ahead, please. Well, I actually... Hello? Hello? Their language was Chinese, and then they English. And uh, Daniel, we're going to try to get you in a better zone, okay? Your your mobile phone has got that techno garble sound going on. Um, we have a few seconds here for this half hour. We'll continue, but Jackie's in Edmonton. Jackie, what do you say? Uh, I say, you know, if I hear somebody not speaking English, I ask them where they're from. My parents both came from Europe, one from Germany, one from Holland. If somebody is ridiculing them for speaking their language, they could be ridiculing my parents. And why are we ridiculing anybody anyway? Can we not just get along, people? Well, should there be a a premium on speaking English in the rest of Canada? Hold on to that. Hold on. Jackie, please hold on to your thought. I will come back to you, I promise. And we'll try Daniel as well. 888-225-8255-416-870-6400. We'll come back on the Green Show. You mess with the bull, bull. you get the horns. You get the horns. The Roy Green Show on the Chorus Radio Network. Is there a social requirement to speak English on the streets of Canada outside Quebec? Not doing so earned a man in Vancouver a punch in the head. Is there a social requirement to speak English on the streets of Canada outside Quebec? You won't find any politician with the guts to talk about that issue. Because everything they do is predicated on trying to win votes and not lose votes. Emails to Roy at RoyGreenshow.com from Mike in Edmonton. Roy, immigrants should be required to learn one of Canada's official languages, whichever is most suitable to the region they move to. Expecting such is not a hate crime. I agree. But you don't have to punch a guy in the head for not speaking English. 888 Four one six eight seven zero sixty four hundred. Let's see what we've got here. From uh, Hippie Check one eleven. 
regarding your current topic and annoys the hell out of me that new immigrants speak their own language. How convenient. Well, I... It takes, it takes a while for people to become conversant in the language of the country, sufficiently so that you're comfortable speaking it in surroundings, public surroundings. But I, I put up with so much crap in the Socialist Republic of New France, and I'm pretty well bilingual, but some Quebecers made made it abundantly clear to me, abundantly clear, that they didn't like the fact that I was Anglais. Abundantly clear. Est-ce que parlez anglais, monsieur? No. Not everybody, but enough that it was, well, frustrating. I used other words as well. Jackie... Uh, thank you for holding on, Jackie. Go ahead. Pick up your point, please. Um, I just want to make the point about history. Um, when people came over from Europe and they first got here, a lot of the time, and probably the majority of the time, the men would go out and the men would go to work. So because they were working, they learned to pick up the, the language. The women were at home and they were bringing up their children with the, the language of the culture they had come from. Many of those women never did learn to speak English because they were immersed at home still. There's nothing wrong with speaking another language. There's nothing disgraceful or or putting down the country that they are now living in. But hold on, hold on, Jackie, 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 what, what, what era are you talking about? I'm talking about history. Well, I know you you're know, talking I, about I, history, but in today's world, let's bring it fast forward to 2016... Mm-hmm. Essentially, English is the official language of the world. It became that way when it became the official language of the Internet. Inter- eight, over 80% of international contracts, regardless of where they're done, are written in English. English is the language of, of global communication. Um, yes. English yes, is taught... Is. Eng- well, let me finish. English is taught in schools around the world. There really is no uh, reason to not be at least conversant in English. What I'm asking is... Does it irritate people to hear languages other than English spoken by people who live in the country? That's what I'm asking. Not what historically was the reality. Do you think it is irritating to people? No, I don't think it's irritating at all. It actually, for me, opens up a conversation. If I hear somebody speaking a different language, I'll say, oh, where did you come from? And it allows me to have a conversation with them. If they don't speak English, then we will have a different, you know, we won't have a conversation or it will be very, very jilted. But, you know, learning more about somebody else is always a good thing. Well, that argument, Jackie, that argument might work both ways. Thank you for the call, really. Thank you. That argument works both ways um, because you you learn about the people in the country that you've moved into. Uh, Abrar, I don't know, where are you, Abrar? What part of the world are you in? Hello, Abrar. Abrar. Sorry about that. I'm in uh, Hamilton, Ontario. Yes, sir. I see the 905. I just didn't know where you were. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I mean, uh, as you can tell from my name, uh, I have an ethnic name. I was an immigrant when I was young. I've been here for, what, 25 years. I'm now 32. I think I moved here when I was six. So, I mean, I get both points. Um, I actually moved to Quebec first, so I totally understand the whole English and French thing because... Uh, 
we've had a uh, incident where my mom actually uh, fell on ice and broke her leg. Me and my sister were, I think, six and uh, and three. We we're both crying. Nobody stopped to help us until we asked for help in French, because you know it's so hard to understand that we're in distress. <laughs> that is <laughs> the language that we're speaking. Now hold on. Um, no, pe- people will people will shake their heads and say that doesn't happen. I'm here to tell you that it does. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, the thing is, not I kinda, all Quebecers. I, I, not all Quebecers. Yeah, of Some. course not. I mean, I don't like painting everybody in the same brush right. because that's not the truth at all whatsoever. We're a multicultural country. We have all different languages and all different, and I think that's what makes us uh, makes us strong. But is it the responsibility? Look, we have an official language for a reason in the rest of Canada. Just divorcing Quebec for a moment. A lot of people would like to do that. But divorcing right. Quebec metaphorically for a moment, is it the responsibility of people to converse in English in the rest of Canada when they're doing just their daily living in this country or not? I agree. Yes, it, 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 it's it's worthwhile and it's beneficial to both because you can actually communicate. Because I think you're kind of shooting yourself in the foot uh, if you're not able to speak English properly or at all. Um, but at the same time, I don't think somebody should be punched in the head for speaking their language. No, I mean it's kind of. <laughs> so, I don't know where. I mean, I'm. You're laughing. I I find I I find it scary that people would actually get so angry that wild up. No, no, I know. I know you don't think it's funny, but. But I thank you for the call, sir. I appreciate it. Uh, Jackie, uh, where are you, Jackie? Well, I see I'm actually living in Mississauga right now, but uh, I am from Toronto. Grew up there above a store on Young Street. Okay, so you're in Ontario. Yeah, I was surrounded The cradle of civilization, as it were. Well, what I'm not going to paint it with that picture, but I did enjoy it. And I enjoyed learning and meeting all kinds of different kids listening to their stories if they didn't come from this country. The only thing that I find dangerous is before I became a full-time singer and actress, etc., I had to, I was working as a dental receptionist, and this is where it became dangerous because I would be trying to take a medical history from someone, and very often they had been in the country for 30 to 35 years. And unfortunately, they could not answer my questions about whether or not they had heart trouble, etc., etc., or high blood pressure. And it became dangerous because the one, the main freezing that we used to use in the mouth and still do is called lidocaine. And if you have a heart problem, even high blood pressure, that can cause you to actually have a heart attack. Tell me so this, please. Don't, I understand. I, I, no, I get, I get that part, and I thank you for the. For that, but I'm just, I'm almost fighting the clock, Jackie. I'm always the of clock course, and I are I constantly in a wrestling that. match, and it beats me up all the time. I understand. Um, it, it, did you did you get the sense that people just didn't want to learn to speak English, or were there other factors at play? I'm not sure. I think the I think that the um, idea that the woman the woman before us put forward about um, perhaps you know the women stayed at home, et cetera, et cetera. Okay. Did it I did it anger that. you? Did it anger you that people it, didn't speak uh, it English? Didn't anger me. It, it worried the hell out of me. Okay. And I've also heard the same going on at our emergency hospitals and. It's great that we have other people that can speak other languages now in emergency. But as I said, I used to be terrified, and I was trying to make all kinds of international signs for heart attack or high blood pressure. <laughs> it was very, very difficult, and it was very scary because, as I said, okay. one no, I get, I get that. So let's just let's just let's just take it out of the dental office onto the sidewalk. Yep. If you yep. are just if you're walking along the street and you hear people conversing and you have a sense that they live in Canada, maybe you know they're Canadians. Maybe they mm-hmm. get out of a car with Ontario license plates and mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, so you make the assumption that they're living in the province of Ontario, but they're not speaking English. Mm-hmm. Do you find that annoying? No, I don't. I find it very interesting. I would hope that they would learn the language for both themselves and for our country. I think it is important. And I know we're very different than the Americans. We don't need a melting okay. pot. We go with the mosaic more. more. Well, I yeah, don't. but you know what? You go to New York City and you'll find the most multiculturally accepting city in the world, and the Americans do have the melting pot. Angela, where are you, Angela? Edmonton. Hi. I have, I have a I have a story. Uh, I, I think it's rude when people are um, talking in another language, knowing that the people around them don't speak that language. I think it's rude. But the story I have, you were talking about Quebec. Right. Um, my husband and I and another couple went to Montreal for a football game. That was when the, the Montreal Alouettes were playing in the big uh, O. Right. And we were, my husband was stationed in uh, Ontario at the time. And so um, we went... And um, the wife of the friend of ours spoke French, the only bit, uh, fluent French. Uh, the only thing is that she was originally from B.C., but her family is French, and she spoke French all her life. So we went and sh- to check into the hotel because we, we went there the night before the football game, and she said, well, let me handle the checking in sort of thing. So she approached the desk. She started parlaying in French to the gentleman across the <laughs> desk, and he just stared at her. Oh, no. At a hotel. She, so she's talking. Yeah. At a hotel. He, he refused. Yeah, at a hotel. Now, oh, it was a nice right. hotel, too. It wasn't a raggy thing. It was I, a fairly nice one. I got it. It was a treat to ourselves, sort of thing. And uh, and he looked at her as though he. And she's parley booing and francais and, and doing her thing and stuff. And he's just looking at her. And she just got. She's just a little bitty thing. She's like four feet nothing and like 90 pounds. And she was just furious because she, she, she was tr- trying to talk to him in in something that he should have understood or whatever. I don't know. And I don't know. I'm I'm thinking my husband is saying that he thinks that she was speaking more of a Parisian French as opposed to the Quebec. You know what? There there are circumstances, there are incidents in Quebec that are just not understandable, so you just leave them alone. You just carry on. Go on to the next one. You know, it's like kind of like playing playing slot machines, you know? You never know (laughs) whether you're going to get one that's going to be a winner or a loser. And And then the... Yeah, and I, but here, I, have 30 time, se- I have 30 seconds, Angela. Please okay. wrap it up. We for went us. to the big O. T- yeah, went, went to the big O. Needed to go to the washroom. Went to the guy to ask him which way the washroom was. I said no. toilet, uh, la washroom, whatever, and he just kept his newspaper up on his front of his face. Oh. Totally ignored me. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. But at any rate, that's my little story. <laughs> well, I lived. I had 10 years of that stuff, Angela. Okay. 10 years of it. Alrighty. Bye bye. Thanks for your call. Thanks. Is your pal français? You know, I'm always, my French is fine, I, but uh, some days it just wasn't good enough. But you see, language is an emotional issue. It, it, it creates an emotional response. And when you move to a society where there's an official language and the majority of the people speak that official language, the significant majority speak that official language, all people speak that official language. All people should speak that official language. That's why. It's an official language. That's why. When we come back, we're going to be joined by Colonel Peter Mansour, former executive officer to General David Petraeus, commanding general of coalition forces in Iraq. Peter Mansour, Colonel Mansour, has some things to say about Donald Trump. He's been a lifelong Republican voter. Not this time. Stick around. <laughs> 